Hi, this is Mike Flanders. This is my second podcast, and I am lucky enough today to be in the studio with uh, young Jeremy Parsons, originally from Texas. He's been in Nashville now for... Ten years. Wow. And we are working on a second record together. The first record was called... Things I Need to Say. And the second record... (laughs) Things to Come. (laughs) (laughs) So it's still thinking things to come because we haven't quite finished and that's why he's here today. Uh, We've taken a kind of a different approach to this record than the first one. The first one, I suppose, we were kind of feeling, you know each other out to what we both enjoyed and played a lot more Fenderish kind of guitars and jangly things and uh, and since then we we both were very inspired by Jason Isbell and uh, and people in that Americana world even though the first record is a very Americana record um, and um, there's kind of a drier sound to this record I, I feel and I t- I've taken that approach towards that tone um, so far out of 10 tunes I haven't even used a Fender guitar on the record every song has kind of cried out to me to kind of asked what they what the song wants itself and uh, there's a gentleman in town here called Dave Cobb and he's kind of made a, a very successful career out of this interesting way of approaching working with the artist and uh, so I kind of had been listening to those records that Dave's worked on and, um, and kind of simplified my mental approach. But Jeremy also, the songs kind of lended itself a lot more to that kind of feeling. So you know, that's kind of how I've been feeling. So you chime in and, and, uh, and give your opinion of where we are and, and obviously the songs that are jumping out at you, I know the ones that, that I'm loving and... Uh... Yeah, yeah, I think I think we... Uh, I, I, as far as... Fi- we, we both like very similar things and like that, that analog kind of looser, like let the, the song bring the track to life type yeah. of vibe has been really... Not that the last record wasn't fun, because I, oh, I thought no. I thought that was perfect, but yeah. I, I think we're really. But the songs. Yeah. Required that production. Absolutely. And, yeah. And Jeremy's been playing in Texas, touring a lot more, and uh, and those songs, the new songs are influenced more by I think, the Red Dirt, being out on the road, spending lots more alone time, um, and there's so much feeling. And it's been interesting that even my process um, working on this, I wouldn't have played a note till four o'clock in the afternoon and later. I mean, I've yeah. not done anything in the early stages of the day with this. It's, it, I just haven't been able to. It's been a, your calm mood has to sort of settle in and the sun needs to sort of be at a certain place. And then, then I'll go through till nine o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night. Uh, and I feel that my parts have become better that way by just being so relaxed, you know. Yeah. So yeah, this is a this this record has a like a lot more life was figured out between the last record and this record. There's there's an angst that's on that last record because of the stuff that was happening. Yeah, relationships. Like, and parents divorce, like my manager passing, and like it was an intense time period. Yeah. And there's yeah. been a lot of like 
coping through that that was done by making that last record and writing these songs for this record. Musical therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Like from things I need to say to looking forward to the things that are going to happen from now on out. Like it's yeah. it, it takes a lot, a certain maturity you have to develop to, to get to that point where you're finally like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm tired of being a victim. What do I do to like fix this problem that is me and like maybe help other people work through it as well. And I think and music's healing. So. Yeah, yeah, we, there's been a lot of people that have reached out about that last record, like Burn This Hash Down, like people in divorces, they're like, that's exactly what it feels like. I had a guy head bobbing, like, dude, I, I, I'm, he was either friends with rappers or was a rapper and I played a show at the Cobra in East Nashville and he was next to the stage at the beer, just head bob, and he was like, man, I'm going through divorce right now, I feel. I didn't say the song was about a divorce. He just figured it out. Like, he was like, hell yeah, man, thank wow. you. Like, it's stuff like that. And, and th this record is more enlightened. I think you and I have both yeah. lived through some stuff. We're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people that we've been in our kind of, you know, groups and cliques that the last couple of years have been the strangest times we've had in our whole lives. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, anyone in a spiritual sense kind of understands the universe has been in a funny place and, uh, and the sensitives, the creatives, we've felt that. Oh, yeah, and, right uh, on the nerve. You know, and uh, I've, um, one of the songs that, did, when Jeremy, the process that we started with this was, was kind of fun because, you know, the world of text messaging, you know, so he texts me, you know, songs, via text and so I've got this pile of songs that I'm scrolling down on my phone and and then I would listen to one and write a comment and listen to one anyway in the, in the early stages there was probably seven or eight songs that came to me at first and uh, and in that first group this this one song tragedy that just literally knocked me off my socks so talk a little bit about tragedy and it's obviously you know the people that have already heard it that the record's not even out falling in love with it already so yeah which is cool because i think it was it was both immediately our favorite we both like minor chord songs yeah, so yeah. that's like a draw for us a big connector for yeah. us for sure well tragedy is like one of those things it's it's it was almost it, in my mind it was kind of uh, on the last record we did burn this house down which is another one that yeah. people minor chord yeah. song that people really attach themselves to but this was kind of written as like a a prequel in my mind to that like everything leading up to the point of like the end it's in it, it was almost it was one of those the writing approach for a lot of the songs on this record was like less is more but I still want to say something I've always loved when people will say something so profound and then walk away not requiring any other thing to say like that, that song states that you know it's is this reality or is this tragedy it's like is it both is it like is that what reality is it was like it is definitely what reality can turn into sometimes it's like Lillian absolutely yeah, yeah. there's another yeah. song on the record called Lillian give, give them the, the, the opening line Le, uh, she said I never wear underwear I said I never wear shorts so there you go exactly <laughs> it's like my personality to yeah, a yeah. T too it's a, yeah that's, that's a fun one that's actually a true story though too like yeah. a girl walked up to the stage and I don't know what to say when people say stuff like that to me so I just be myself yeah. like and then I was like that's funny I'm going to write that <laughs> Some, and, and being able to remember
remember what, what what happened at that point and to get to pen and paper sometimes yeah right? yeah you know as a songwriter sometimes these great ideas come into your head and you never ever get to pen it you know oh yeah i had what? this I had this saying in my head for years that the sky has been gray for weeks now i know how it feels and i tried to put that line in a song for several years and um one day, I, I think I was in the country music festival in Australia called Tamworth, and uh, we were staying in, the, in this big house with tons of different artists that were all playing at the festival. And you never got to meet him, but I think you've heard some of his music. Michael Bryce, a really talented guy. And uh, we were all talking about songs and titles and lines, and I popped that line out, and he took that line and put it in a tune. That's the only line I got in the tune because he wrote the song, but yeah. it ended up in a song, and I got a co-write, funny enough. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was hilarious that he ran with that line without telling me. It's a me. great line. Like, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, though. It's, it's always tough because when you get a line like that, you have to, you always feel this pressure to make the rest of the song just as, as perfect as the line. Yeah, yeah. as powerful mm. as the line is. Like, yeah. it's a very, like, intense internal pressure you put on yourself. Well, and, it's yeah. been funny lately, um, you know, going through kind of strange times, and I, um, I wrote a tune back in maybe May. Um, you, you heard the, the tune um, Darkest Days. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the start of of meeting some people from out of town because as you know being here we can write with people every day of our lives they're yeah. just five minutes away or ten minutes away and these guys this guy hooked up through a, a, a mutual friend and he drove all the way up from Alabama from Birmingham Alabama and um, so we've been kind of now writing with this whole group that are coming from out of town and um, to me you know the hardest thing for songwriters is the title yeah you find a great title then you've got a great you know you can then start to draw from that title and but the title obviously has to have a theme but mm -hmm. uh, but anyway we're not completely discussing songwriting today but anyway we've uh, we're about 10 minutes into our wonderful conversation so um, Jeremy talk a little bit about Texas and what you've been doing in Texas and uh, and what the future looks like when this project's finished well it's uh, uh, the, the future the future picture that we're trying to paint here is where uh, like is a pond with all of our ducks in a row I guess yes. <laughs> is what yeah, it yeah, is yeah, yeah. we have the, some people in place so. yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's well Texas of course like if you know or if you don't know it is it is a large state and within this large state they've built this community and this like their own little world of, of venues and culture and it's so spread out and so diverse that you could spend I've been going down there uh this entire year of 2019, March, July, uh, September, and I'll be back in December and January as well into 2020. Uh, and I just, you, you, you can put in work just so constantly, like Wednesday through Sunday almost. Yeah, the Texans just love live music. Yeah, and it's like if you set if you set it up correctly, like you build your contacts and you have this like perfect domino effect of like I'm gonna start north, work my way south. By the time I get south, I have a place to stay. I can work my way back north. Like you just set it up like a little traveling worker ant, yeah. and you have your uh, paths laid out, and you're 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 paying you're paying yourself pretty much with the gig that you booked for gas, food, and. If you need a hotel or if you got friends, like take them out to eat or something. You have, you, you, you can 
book out your entire month like that and just make such great money. Whereas like coming from Nashville, in Nashville, like I've been here 10 years, like we said, and it's it's become an oversaturated music city. Like yeah. there's a lot of talented people here. There's a lot of places to play, but everyone's like standing up, lining up out front, you know, to yeah. play there. And back yeah. in the day, you could have a, a weekend where you'd make, you play three shows and you can make 1500 bucks. Yeah. Like, and, and, and now it's just, I mean, you'd be lucky if you made a hundred off of one. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Well, I think though, you going back home, because that's what you're doing, mm-hmm. the acceptance level is very different because the Texans are so patriotic about their own state and oh. who they are and what they are. And, yeah. You know, and we've got, you know, Pat Greens too. Yeah, like Jack Ray, Ingram Ray, and Randy Rogers Ray, and all those Ray, guys. Ray yeah. Wiley and, yeah. you know, yeah. Walt Wilkins, Sam Baker. Robert Keynes and stuff. Yeah. And they can make a life living from not leaving that state. So, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. some of the greatest writers. Jerry Jeff was Texas. Yeah, well, absolutely. Jerry Jeff. So, yeah. so you've got these incredible Texas artists that, you know, the world does here, but they never have to leave the state. Yeah. They've no. created a legacy for, for other people to be a part of. Like, you could you could be one yeah. of those artists as yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Australia has the same landmass as the United States, but a similar population to Texas. Yeah. It's crazy. That is nuts. Well, we've had fun talking with Jeremy Parsons today, and uh, if Jeremy's cool, we might, uh, at the end of this little podcast, I'll give you a little snippet of tragedy as we're fading out. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, tune in for more Jeremy down the road. Updates. Yes. And, Thank you. And Mr. Flanders. Thank you, Mr. Parsons. Bye bye.